Hello, everyone, and welcome to Trico Tidbits. That's a show with the awful name, but fantastic guests. I'm John Yacoub, and I'm joined today by Cindy Ruiz. Cindy is a realtor, and she's the owner of Staging to Sell, a company that specializes in staging homes to maximize value. Uh, Cindy serves her community as a member of the Walnut uh, Valley Unified Board of Trustees, and I'm also very pleased to share that Cindy is one of our new 2021 directors for the Tri-Counties Association of Realtors. Cindy, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you, John. Hey, you're quite welcome. Uh, so, Cindy, now I understand your company, Staging to Sell, uh, it specializes in obviously staging properties for sale that are going to be listed. How did you first get into that? Well, like um, most probably real estate agents, uh, we've hired stagers in the past to help clients uh, with their properties. And I found myself doing that, hiring stagers to help uh, clients sell their properties to maximize value. Uh, and I felt I really enjoyed it. I, I would work with some of the stagers, watch them, see what they do. I've always loved design. I think most people that are in real estate probably live on HGTV and uh, watch a lot of the, the shows. But um, before I got into real estate, actually, my husband and I used to go to model homes and look at them and steal decorating ideas for our own home. And so I, design... Uh, Setting up homes has always been kind of a fun passion for me. What I uh, enjoyed about starting it as a business was it gave me an opportunity not only to help clients, uh, but it gave me an opportunity to try design uh, ideas that maybe I wouldn't normally have in my own home. Um, so it, it just, it became fun. And that's when I decided, okay, I can help clients this way. Let me take the money that I'm investing in stagers or my clients are spending on stagers um, and, and utilize that and, and help them. And my very, very first full stage was helping a client who had previously listed her property with a different agent and couldn't sell it. And I literally sold the exact same model one street over and they came and sought me out and um, they said, you know, what, what do you think is the difference? Why couldn't we sell my house? And I said, I'd be happy to meet with you. Uh, this was a few months later. And I noticed it was the same model. And I had hired a stager for my property that sold before I literally even had it on the market. Um, I had it cleaned in the morning, the stager in the afternoon, and I was still there. And people were walking up to the property and we literally sold it with multiple offers. Um, and this was a few, few years back, so it's before the craziness right now. And so I went and met with the, the other clients and saw the same model and said, you know, I, I would love to be able to stage it. I think that's the biggest difference here because uh, it was a pretty clean slate and they allowed me to do that. So I invested in the inventory, staged the property. And again, this one sold in the same, uh, in one weekend um, for over list price. And so the sellers were very happy when they previously couldn't sell it. And so, I'm sure they were. Aging company began right then and there um, at that point. And, and I held the inventory and then you just repeat using the inventory. So. Okay. So, yeah. And, and you did mention also uh, earlier, you mentioned the HGTV with that increased popularity, you know, on the real estate sales and marketing side and TV shows, you know, home staging is just kind of an accepted part of the process. Now it wasn't always. Um, so do you, do you actually believe that it, it lends like a quantifiable result? to your clients? Is it actually going to benefit them? Absolutely. 
statistically it's been proven that a home will sell two to three times faster um, in, in when it's staged. And I think uh, another way to look at it is if when model homes, why are developers spending money to have a designer come in and model a home? Because your average person just doesn't have a design eye or doesn't or can't visualize you know, furniture placement or what I should do here or what is this room being used for? Or what can I use it for? And so it's really to share ideas. And you'll find most homes, um, if you have an older home, some of the flaws are overlooked if it's staged very, very well because people are looking at what it could be type thing. Uh, so um, it, it will sell two to three times faster. And now it will sell probably... Um, three to 10% more than the list price if it's staged appropriately in any market. So um, what we're seeing, uh, you know, in a slower market, they will sell quicker and for more money. But in a market, even like right now, where the inventory is low and they're selling quickly already, then you want to maximize value and they will sell for more money. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm hearing it's going to sell faster. Uh, you're going to get more offers, which means, you know, more competition. So, so there's a really, there's a really big result that they're getting out of it then. Especially in a virtual market that we're in right now mm. and everybody's looking at everything online. So if you're looking at properties online and that's the way most people are starting right now, if you see an empty room, it's, it doesn't do well in a picture. Cause you're like, okay, what is this room for? But if it's staged, then you're like, oh, it's a bedroom or, oh, wait, this is the living room. So I think even in a market right now, which whoever thought we'd be in a pandemic selling homes um, or even staging, is that it gives you that visual of the purpose of the room. And I think that's the most important thing is when you're looking at a property, what is the purpose of this particular room? And you can, they show so much more uh, better in a photo as well when it's staged. And, you know, I do agree with you. So it just seems that people are really able to uh, see themselves in the property more, almost paradoxically, when it is staged than when it's not. They're, they just tend to be seeing the, uh, the, uh, the current occupant of the home. But, uh, I mean, let's say that I'm actually looking uh, to work with the home stager, either as a client or as an agent. Uh, what are some of the, the telltale signs that I'm working with a professional who's going to get the type of results that you're getting right now? Well, um, that's a good question. I think there's a combination of things that could be looked at um, outside of the professionalism. I mean, are, do they appear professional? Is maybe looking at what they can offer. Are they flexible? Um, are they willing to work with you around your schedule? Because as we all know, um, being in real estate uh, isn't always convenient. And we're working around uh, house being finished painted or you need to get it uh, cleaned. Um, so sometimes it's adjusting those dates and being able to accommodate that. And even cleaning up when you have escrow closing and how quickly are, are we gonna be able to get that property um, de-staged um, in that aspect. So when I started working for stagers, that, that's what I looked at flexible. Okay, can you do it You know, at this date and this time? And then obviously you look at cost and, and for the cost factors, what am I getting for that? You have some stagers who have a set inventory and you, and this is all they're going to do. Um, I'm going to bring in this for this, and these colors and that type of thing. Um, and then you have some who, who are, have a larger inventory and allow you to pick maybe some of the styles or different things that, that you would like. Um, but if you are an agent and you know that they are a professional and you're comfortable with it, 
I think it's best to leave it to the state during the design because it can be challenging if you're an agent and you are telling the state what to do. Mm. Um, that can be challenging because then, then, then you're not necessarily considering that they are the professional. So you just want to let the professional be the professional. So I would say, you know, a value, professionalism, flexibility, um, and what can they offer? Sometimes they have photos, things you can look at, um, websites. Uh, you know, I offer uh, photos through a Facebook link um, and doing it that way. I find people are online. It's easier just to go to a Facebook link or Instagram or some form of social media to look at photos than trying to log into a website um, nowadays. And uh, there are stagers out there who are also designers. So again, what is the focus of the business? Mm. Um, if they if they're going to want to design the property or just stage the property, um, you know, I I focus on just staging the property to get it sold. That is yeah. my priority. But there are multiple stagers out there who offer a variety of services. As you said, staging to sell, right? Right. Okay. And now, so uh, is there any circumstance in which you would advise a client not to stage a home that was going to be listed for sale? Yes. If it's a total um, um, fixer-upper type situation where you, it's not necessarily, I mean, you might have to put too much money to invest into it to get it ready. I mean, there are homes that we've all experienced um, where maybe it's a hoarder's home and you're like, okay, I can't, I can't work around this. It's not going to be cleaned up in time. Or if the, the home itself, if the, I've had somewhere I've done what we call property styling where the client themselves has beautiful furniture and they're, they have great colors and, and we can work around it. And um, uh, I've done that with somewhere. They bring me in to stage it and I look at it and go, this doesn't really need to be staged. You have the proper um uh, items here let's just style and it's more of a consultation and then we look at styling the property um so there are uh, probably four things that uh, can be done with zero to very little cost that um an agent could bring to their seller mm. uh, in this case and i say that it's um uh, neutralizing the property if you have a, a strange wallpaper or a color you can neutralize it with you know a quick coat of paint uh depersonalizing taking out your personal photos uh, you can do that um uh, you know decluttering that's another thing sometimes it's just packing the things up you know i always say less is better um in those cases because what i try to you know tell agents anything sellers is that you're preparing your home to sell it it is not the way you live and we all know that because when we walk into these model homes, I know my, I myself as an agent, when I walk into a model home, I'm like, this is impractical. People don't live this way, but it looks great in the picture. It's a great design idea. And you're like, it, again, it's setting that vision of what um, a new buyer can uh, see. Mm -hmm. Hey, I could live here. This is, this is nice. It, it looks very nice. So yeah, there are times I, I recommend, you know, don't, don't put the money into staging, you know, put your time and energy into cleaning your property, putting stuff away. Um, but the one thing that a lot of people overlook too is senses, the smell. And you want to make sure that you, that, which is why you deep clean your property um, to get some of this, uh, maybe cooking smells out or, or different senses. And if anything, uh, bring in that sweet smell, like either a, 
you know, they talk about baking cookies to give it the home feel. Um, it is appealing to the senses as well. Or uh, I like fresh scents like citrus type mm. scents. Um, so when people walk in, it's a it's a uh, more of a pleasant um, vibe. Because if you have a bad smelling home, it will turn people off and they will walk out as well. So I, I think, you know, those are things you can do. You don't have to necessarily stage it, but if you prepare it by, you know, uh, depersonalizing, decluttering, neutralizing, um, uh, and create, you know, attending to the senses, mm. I think you're half, that's probably 90% of the battle. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, uh, you can remember something really well because it smelled good or because it smelled bad. So, okay. Well, perfect. And, uh, you know, finally, uh, Cindy, I do have a very important, very serious question for you. Okay. I understand that you're something of a mixologist. Is that right? Oh, so please, please teach me, teach us, uh, how to make a, a cocktail uh, to teach, teach us, uh, give us a quick rundown how to make something that you like. Oh, so my favorite cocktail is a uh, raspberry pomegranate martini. Mm-hmm. And I stole the recipe from Wood Ranch Barbecue. Okay. Yeah. I actually looked it up online, was able to gather the ingredients and then, and then obviously attended, you know, Wood Ranch and asked the bartender and, and those type of things. So a quick, quick way, if you want, if you enjoy sweet drinks, not everybody does. Um, if you don't enjoy sweet drinks, then I can tell you how to make an old fashioned because that's my husband's favorite. But but a raspberry pomegranate martini, which is a very pretty drink, it's uh, uh, a shot of, um, believe it or not, rum. It's a raspberry rum and then a shot of um, the, uh, what is it called? It's like an orange liqueur, but it's, um, oh, I'm losing it. What's it called? Uh, But it's basically like an orange liqueur. Oh, Mm -hmm. I can't think of what it's called. You know, you just- uh, no, I don't think it's that one. Yeah. And then there's um, a shot of uh, pomegranate juice, but it has to be palm pomegranate juice. Okay. And then and then you do a smaller shot of uh, simple syrup, uh, a smaller shot of lime juice, and then you mix it up with some crushed ice. Oh, and you muddle some fresh raspberries, and you mix up with, and then and then you strain it into your drink but it's really good and then you can add a little slice of lime on the top but that's my favorite when i make them there you go okay perfect and we'll uh we'll, we'll get to the old-fashioned next time we have you on and cindy i do have to ambush you with one more thing it's kind of a tradition for this show uh, i'm going to put up a quote on the screen i'm going to share my screen if you would be willing to deliver your best dramatic dr- dramatic delivery of that quote i would be obliged to okay dramatic all right Dramatic, as dramatic, as dramatic, as dramatic or straight as you'd like. Okay. He who laughs last didn't get the joke. Ta-da. Thank you so much. Perfect. All right. I was going to laugh too, but oh, you know. Yeah. So Cindy, again, thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing with us today. And again, thank you for now serving on uh, the Tri-Counties Association of Realtors. We're glad to have you aboard. Thank you. It's my pleasure. All right. Thank you for serving. Thank you. Thank you. And you have a wonderful day. Thank you.